0: So a topic this morning is joseph was elevated to leadership in the prison elevation don't come from the east nor the west but it comes from god and the subject that she kept hitting on is one big part of my topic is Joseph found favor. My brothers and sisters, you got to really understand what favor brings. Favor is a promotion. Favor is a calling that, guess what, may cause you hardship. Why did you say that? Because divine favor is being singled out. You are singled out by God for a special assignment and also special treatment. Because when God put favor on your life, don't you go around thinking that everybody going to like you. Amen. Amen. Divine favor means mission by God for a special work or assignment. Having favor with God against all odds. Now, did you not notice that all the odds were stacked up against Joseph? Even in his family, all the odds. Nobody in his family that was pushing him to success. Did you hear anybody in his family pushing him to succeed? But everybody was against what Joseph had dreamed from God. Now we're going to get down to that in a minute. So he found favor. Once again in most unexpected places Joseph found favor and prosper In the sight of God Everything that he touched prospered Everything that was surrounding him prospered Amen It came a a prosper With actuality, actuality would be God's favor because prosperity don't come unless God is in it. Yes. Come on, somebody. Amen. So, in this subject, uh, your natural prosperity don't always depict that's God's favor. Amen? The drug dealer prosper. Huh? Huh? Come on, somebody. He go around and he bling, bling. (laughs) For a little while. Absolutely. You look at all the uh, athletes and all the actors and they prosper in their world. So you got to know what world you in. Come on, somebody. So your natural... Prosperity don't always mean is that that's God's favor. Because the sinner prosper. They prosper in their ways until they fall. Amen? So you gotta understand what prosperity is in the glory of God. So watch all these folks that are walking around talking about I'm I, 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 I'm blessed and highly favored. You don't understand what highly favored means. Highly favored means you got to be prepared to go through what God has got to send you through. To get his glory. Everybody can't go through what Joseph went through to give God the glory. That's why Joseph was highly favored. And yo, you got to watch those folks that talk talking about they highly favored by who? Come on, somebody. Because if you're highly favored by God, you got an assignment attached to you. Amen. Amen. Divine favor is when all odds are against you and it don't see like there is no way possible for you to make it on your own. Then God steps in. Here's a young man that had and and, and I'm going to hurry up and get down to the dream. Here is a young man that had two divine dreams. And because of the two divine dreams not only did his brothers hate him but his mother and father looked upside his head. What do you You're going to reign over us What do you mean that we're going to bow down to you But see guess what You got to know how to understand The dream that God gives you Because what you may think God is saying something totally different Come on somebody Hey look here The moon itself was not going to bow down to Joseph Huh The son itself was not going to bow down to Joseph. You see what I'm saying? But he was going to be over the ruling of his family. So we have to get a clear understanding what God is trying to convey in the dream. Amen. So when divine favor is when all odds are stacked up against you then guess what then god come in and break down walls then god come in and open doors then you know when you are operating in the favor of god you mount up with wings of an eagle and soar over your enemies and your circumstances and also your situations favor brings to pass those things that are impossible with man but possible with God. Amen. It was impossible for Joseph to survive what he went through. But it was possible with God. Amen. Amen. When when God has got your. Now, now, now look. When God. This boy had God's favor. To the point to where it causes his brothers. To hate him to the point that they wanted to kill him. Huh? That's close to home, ain't it? And and because one didn't want him dead, they decided to throw him in the pit. They got mad at him because he had his father's favor by giving him a coat of many colors. Oh you yeah. If you got a whole bunch of siblings and and, and one gets treated seemed to be better than the other one, then the rest of them start frowning up at that sibling. Go to the source. Go to mom and dad. <laughs> so now here this young man is. So they decide to what? Throw him in a pit. Throw him in a pit. Kill the animal. Sprinkle blood all on his coat to take back to his dad and tell his daddy that he did. Animal devoured him. But then, they saw the Ishmaelites coming. Tell you what we did. Let's let's get him up out of that pit. See, it wasn't God's, it wasn't God's design for him to be in the pit. It was God's design for him to go down in Egypt. See, we got to understand, see, when God got a plan, God got his favor on your life, you can't stop at the pit. So they had to pull him up out of the pit. And they sold him to the Ishmaelites. And they sent him down to Egypt, down to the House. Now, now, Aunt Tina told you all about the House. But look at how God's plan is. Even when there was nobody in the house, when the wife came in and wanted Joseph to lay with her. Now, you got to understand that Joseph was a good looking man. Come on now. Joseph was a man that was fairly to look at and was handsome. So she wanted Joseph. Nobody else in the house, that was not her first attempt. She had been attempting all the time. But when nobody was in the house, she not only attempted, she laid hands on him and because she laid hands on him that means that she was trying to take his clothes off and because she was trying to take his clothes off Joseph fled but the problem was that Joseph left his clothes when he left his clothes it was evidence to Potiphar that his wife was telling the truth but guess what even in the lie God was still getting the glory because guess what now he got remember our uh, our Wednesday night class lesson now he got to go to the next phase yeah. see when you when God got favor on your life there are phases in your life that you must go through so now you got to go down to prison now you got to think now all of this that God has been doing I said about this young man's life that he would be going through hell and high water. So, watch your favor with God. Is you going to be able to stand it? Are you going to be able to go through with it? Are you, most of all, here's Joseph, most of all, are you going to be faithful? to be faithful to be able to go through the things that God will send you through by God's favor being on your life because God's favor on your life means that you are a enemy to the rest of the world that makes sense but even though all he went through God was still working in the background Am I right about that? Amen. So we should keep in mind that even when he was thrown in the prison and he was given uh, authority over the prison, that still mean that that didn't mean that God was not blessing him because he was in prison. Amen. You got to understand that when uh, the hand of God is on you. God can bless you in any condition that you're in. Come on now. If God put you in a shotgun shack and make that shotgun shack give you heat in the winter and air in the summer and keep all the critters off of you through season, guess what? you blessed. Come on, somebody! But now you don't think you're blessed because you're not in the mansion that sit on the hill. Come on, somebody with two, three jacuzzis, huh? (laughs) Amen. Amen. So you here it is. You got to know how to be content. In what you have with God. And give God thanks for what you do have with God. Because it could be a whole lot worse. Amen. Amen. So it may have seemed cruel what Joseph was experiencing. But you know what? God knows who to put his high favor on. God knows who he was Dealing with, and guess what? When 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 God put favor on your life, it ain't about you. It's what about, it's about what God trying to get done.
1: Yes.
0: So it's not about you, but it's about what you can do for others. It ain't something that you walk around like a peacock with your chest stuck out, talking about I'm blessed and highly favored. But watch that. Because huh? you really don't know what God's blessing, and high favor is. Amen. What all it brings with it. Because guess what? It's a package that goes with it. Okay. It's a divine package that goes with it. It ain't about you getting on top of your box and roostering. It's about you getting the work of God done in your life for others. Amen. 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 So favor with God would cause you to suffer disfavor. Huh? This, the favor of God with this boy caused him to suffer disfavor with his brothers. Suffer disfavor with his father and mother. But it was a plan that God had to save their life. Amen. So he had God's favor. Now, you have to look at, off the record, you have to look at the life of Job. Job was blessed and highly favored. But Job went through hell and hot water. Job lost everything he had. But he still had the favor of God. So, guess what? When you are targeted, when you have been given God's favor, you have a bullseye on your back. Amen. Amen. So when folk walking around prospering in the little stuff they got, don't you be don't, don't you go running up behind them because they're talking about they're blessed and highly favored. Come on, somebody. Because guess what? The stuff they got just might be a trap. And the stuff they got might not have came from God. So who you being favored by? Amen. So here this boy is been thrown into prison now. Now he's been trusted with the position of being over the prisoners. Ain't that a mess? That everywhere he went. God gave him authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He had authority over part of the house. Mm-hmm. He had authority in the prisons. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I got to hit y'all at home. If it was us. Don't say you. Say us. If it was us we would find every reason to complain about the condition we was in.
1: We would have had
0: every reason to ask God, why did you do this to me? Why did you let me get so so, slow into slavery when you showed me these prosperity dreams that I was going to be up on high? Why did you let me go down in Egypt and he become a slave? When you showed me that the moon and the stars was going to bow down to me. Why God? Hmm. You would have gave God every reason to complain to him about the condition that you was in. But what would have happened if you would have said, Lord, I know you're going to bring me out. Mm. It don't look good right now, God, but I know that the God that's in control is going to bring me out. God, I know that you're going to do something in my life, God, regardless of what I stand in now. But I know the God that I serve that can do the impossible,
1: and I'm looking for the day that you're going to bring me out.
0: situation and start thanking God that when time comes you will know how to glorify him this young boy waited sister T he waited and he was faithful to God he still kept himself even in adversity situation. He still knew that God was with him. Every time it seemed like that God might have been far away, God showed him that I'm
1: still with you.
0: Now he goes to prison. Uh, I don't know of anything positive that you can think of by going to prison. But when he got down to the prison, they gave him favor over all those that was in the prison. Look at God's setup now. Now God is getting ready to move this boy to another phase. Remember I told you about them phases? They don't all come at once. huh? They come one behind another. Now God moving them to another phase. Uh, now down to the dreamers. The baker. And the butler. Now look at God. God took this. Look, at, Look what God did. He took this young man from being a dreamer. To being an interpreter of dreams. Amen. <laughs> Look at the elevation. Amen. Amen. So here is God's way of getting him set up for his next move. See, the one thing about we find out about us, all the moves of God, we want God to do them all at once. Mm-hmm. We just want it to move <clears> boom <throat> and done. God did that every time you ran into a situation, you'd be looking for God boom and it's done. God ain't your genius at all. Huh? And God only works his plan according to his will. We have to just learn how to get in the will of God. Amen. For you dreamers. Two so things about dreaming. When they come from God. I ain't talking about your brown beans and neck bones that causing you to get gas and then go to bed dreaming. ain't talking about that. I'm Talking about them that come from God. Dreams that come from God does two things. God is getting ready to either elevate you with one, or God is in a dream to correct you. Oh, When God sent dreams to correct us We always want to put it on somebody else And here's the thing about God God used things in your unconscious state of mind While you are sleeping To convey a message that is directed to you I don't care if I was in your dream It wasn't for me, it was for you Did y'all hear me? God used what was in your mind to do a pictorial picture of the situation or the circumstance that your life is in. Did y'all get that one? So every time you get a dream and all the folks is in it, it don't mean that that dream is for them, but the dream is for a situation that is in your life. And God is bringing it to you for correction to get it straight before it's too late. Come on, somebody. Amen. Oh, I seen Sister Tim in my dream. Oh, she was being such a bad girl. <laughs> Yeah, when I woke up I told God I'm going to tell her that the Lord said,
1: girl, that you, that you is bad. Now, the Lord was
0: trying to show you that you is bad. Okay.
1: Because you're gonna get rebuked. Yes, Listen. <laughs>
0: he's telling you your situation. Yeah. And he's showing you your feet familiarity to show you what's wrong with you. so when when the divine destination uh, destiny comes, it brings you it brings about hell and high water cause guess what the devil don't want you to make it the devil don't want it to be performed the devil don't want it done in your little old measly flesh because huh? he knows that he can't stop the God of glory from doing anything. But his objective is to stop you from pleasing God to get the job done. Come on. Did y'all hear that one? Come on, so, here is God's divine favor is to work out a divine assignment. Uh-huh. Through the your person for his glory. To save people. To save families, to save nations, as well as the world, you will find out it is not what someone can do for you, but what your life would do for others. Yeah. Yeah. Take a good look at Jesus. It wasn't about what what they were doing for Jesus; it's about what Jesus was doing for them. Amen. Amen. Huh? Come on, somebody. Amen. He didn't. He he didn't come in riding in a Roll Royce. But he was the king of glory. Yeah. Huh? And if you go back in the time, he didn't come here and ride on a great big old white horse. He chose to ride on a
1: donkey. That's right.
0: Huh? he didn't have a safe down. He had he, he had sandals ball his toes up, and they were getting his feet was getting dirty. Uh-huh. Come on. Can't be walking this old dusty road. Look at my feet. Let me go put some shoes on. <laughs> Look at the life of Jesus. He didn't have a palace to stay in on earth. He was sleeping on the tree, sleeping in tents, sleeping in barred houses. But he still was the king of the Lord. The will of God was still working in his life. So divine favor don't mean that you're going to always be sitting on top of the mountain. You got some valid days coming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Joseph. So now here's the dreamers come to Joseph. And he heard that they was disturbed about the dreams that they had. So they was looking for somebody to tell them about their dreams. Joseph heard about them. And he went to him and said, I heard y'all had dreams. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we can't find nobody to give us the interpretation. The interpretation is not of man, but it is of God.
1: Amen.
0: So Joseph let him know it ain't about what man can take. Folks, y'all better watch where you take your dream. Uh, folks, uh, tell you some stuff about your dream and have you running off. Come on, somebody.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. And the next thing you know, when they get to interpreting your dream, and next thing you know, they're going to wrap their head up and they become a prophet. Oh, <laughs> no. wanna be a and there you are talking about the prophet has told me this. The prophet told me this. Uh-huh. But what did God tell you? I got to tell you something. I remember. and out of the cocoon and then the spider wrapped me up in the cocoon. I could not understand what was going on. I kept that dream and I just didn't understand. But then there was an interpreter that was around the street for me called Van Buren. I took, God led me to take that dream to Van. If God ain't leading you to take your dream to somebody, you better leave it where it is. God sent me round there to Van Buren, yes. and I told him the dream. And you know what his words was? I said, "Son, you knew in this, mm-hmm. and you gonna want to help some folks, uh-huh. but you gotta help yourself before oh, you can help anybody else." Oh, wow. I could not help the man in the cocoon. didn't have the power to help. If I had had the power to help, then I wouldn't have got trapped in the cocoon. Mm-hmm. Come on. Right. Because I didn't have the power, huh? It caused, my, my concern causing me more trouble. Mm-hmm. So he said, watch how you try to help. You got to grow in
1: knowledge
0: and in the grace of God. Amen. So here Joseph is about these two boys that was in prison with him. And the story goes that the butler started telling the dream what he had dreamed. Uh-huh. The butler saw an olive branch. And the olive branch started budding. And it produced it clusters of grapes. Sounds good, do not it? <laughs> then the butler the Pharaoh had his cup in his hand, and the butler squeezed the grapes into the cup of Pharaoh. So Joseph said, This is the interpretation of your dream. He said, The three in your dream means it's going to be three days. Three days you're going to be restored back to your position as Pharaoh's Mm cupbearer. Now, you might look at the butler and the baker as an insignificant position but you know they had positions to Pharaoh. To be a cup bearer of Pharaoh means he got to be able to trust what you give him to drink. Am I right about that? So here he is getting restored back to his position in three days. Okay. Now, here is the butler now. Ah, butler's enthused about what Joseph then told, uh, I mean, the the baker's enthused about what Joseph then told the butler. So he is, ran for Joseph to tell him history. I think it went that the butler, the baker had three baskets over his head. And in them three baskets was full of meat, cooked meat. And the birds came and was eating out of the baskets on the baker's head. Lord have mercy. (laughs) The baker might have thought he would head back to the kitchen. That would have been you first thought. I'm headed back to the kitchen, and I'm going to cook plenty of meat for, for Pharaoh. If he saw three batches, it's going to be plenty
1: of food. I see it, I see it, I see it. Woo! Uh,
0: <laughs> Joseph said, not favorable, son. The interpretation of your dream, in three days, Pharaoh going to lift your head off. And he's going to hang you, and the birds is going to eat your flesh. Gee. See? You just can't go back.
1: What you dream,
0: unless God tell you what you dream. Uh, God gives us a vision in the natural to convey, convey a spiritual message, and sometimes that message is not always good. Amen. So now Why you be discording all your dreams be careful about what you throw away be careful about what you throw away and seek God for answers don't, don't you get a dream and then go in the bathroom and get a towel and tile up your darn head and think that you gonna come out of there with the answer hmm. God talked to me But do he talk to you about dreams? (laughs) Have he given you the wisdom of an interpretation? So stop trying to call yourself analyzing your own dreams. Because you can be saying one thing and God saying another. Yes, ma'am. You have not dreamed, you go to God first. God is the one that gave it. So you go back to the giver. If it's a dream, but now I'm not telling you every dream that you have is from God. You know, you you might be having a dream from the last appetite of your senior, huh? Come on, out. Oh, y'all don't have them? Amen. But that wasn't a dream from God. That was a dream from you. When God gives you a dream, it's always
1: something that
0: is vague without your understanding. Because that's the only reason that you have divine favor if you're doing something for God, not for yourself. Trying to remind her where she was, where she came from, what she did. I'm blessed by the best and let it rest (laughs) did y'all hear me it ain't for the time. Climbing eleven, the they still climbing it in the yes, Amen. Climbing eleven is you moving up.
1: That's
0: right. You're not sitting still. Uh-huh. God don't want us to sit still. Right. He want us to keep climbing. Yes. We got to keep reaching, Huh? Because guess what? Your goal is to reach glory. Yes. So the only way you're gonna reach glory, you have to keep climbing. Huh? Man. So b- before I get to Joseph Pharaoh dream, Joseph was faithful. Joseph's faith was tried from one situation to another. For thirteen years, from the pit to the prison. Thirteen. A long time that he had to endure from 13 years of prison and then two more additional years dealing with the butler and the baker. So now we're talking about 15 years. Wow. Huh? That's a prison sentence, ain't On lockdown. Huh? Come on now. Wasn't no glamour about it. He was on lockdown. Now, Pharaoh dream. Huh? Couldn't nobody tell Pharaoh what his dream was. You know, remember I tell you about you have to watch him, you change your dreams. And he called everybody, astrologers, <laughs> He called everybody. nobody could tell him mm-hmm. because they could not give him an answer to a divine dream sent by God Amen. Amen. and to make a long story short he dreamed of sevens mm-hmm. he dreamed of seven cheers that were healthy wind blowed in and brought in Seven that was unhealthy. And the unhealthy one ate up the one that was healthy. He dreamed of seven fat cows. Mm -hmm. And then came up seven lean cows. And the lean cows ate up the fat cows. He was disturbed. What's going on? Then, guess what? light bulb went on. Uh, Ah, the bulb. Now, guess what? God restored the butler back to Pharaoh's cupbearer because he is right next to Pharaoh. And at this point, God was going to use the butler to tell him about Joseph so that Joseph can come out of the outhouse to the white house. Huh? It was time for the elevation of Joseph. So he reminded him there was a Hebrew boy down in the prison that told me and me and the banker exactly what you was going to do and it came to pass. Go get that boy. Go tell him to wash him up. Put him on some clothes. Bring him up out of that dungeon. You know, you're down in jail now. You ain't taking no bath daily now. Uh, Clean him up. Shave him up. Bring him to me. Brought him up. Told him, Pharaoh, there I got good news and I got bad news. He said, Them seven, is seven good years and seven bad years. Them seven good years, you're going to have plenty. You're going to have plenty of corn and wheat. You're going to have plenty of meat. You're going to have plenty of cattle." You're going to have plenty of everything. But when the famine hit Egypt, them seven years that you had of good going to turn all bad. You ain't going to have nothing. You ain't going to have no corn in the field. You ain't going to have no cattle in the stall. You ain't going to have nothing. Oh, Pharaoh. What am I gonna do? What am I do? Find you somebody trustworthy. Find you somebody that you can trust and put over these. Areas. And all the seven good years that you have, you need to store up as much as you can, because when the seven bad years come, there is not gonna be any food in Egypt. Yeah. Oh.
1: Who can I find to put over this? Seem like God is with you.
0: God is telling you all of this stuff. Why don't I put you over there? Why don't I make look at why don't I make said they were not gonna bow down now they needed some food and their daddy told them said go down in Egypt cuz I heard his food down there and if y'all don't go down there and get us some food we're gonna die but the plan wasn't for him to die uh, I can't go off all and all that but they went down there and they had dealing with their brother and their brother knew them but they didn't know him because now he was But on the inside, he's still with it. Yeah, You can change your
1: outside
0: appearance, from God is looking at what's on the inside. Amen. Huh? Amen. So, guess what? Then he gave he filled up the sack with food and sent it back because he wanted his daddy and mama to live. He sent it back with him, but he put his cup in one of and the babies. Uh, bag so it would appear that he stole it because guess what now it's time to teach these boys a lesson <laughs> so guess what now here is Joseph teaching his boy his brothers a lesson that they said they wasn't going to never bow down to him and they wind up bowing down never, never said never amen. Amen. amen the moral story he brought his father and his siblings To Egypt, where there was plenty, but that wasn't the end of the story. He gave them a land that was fertile over in uh, uh, Kosher, the most fertile land that was down there, where the nation of Israel was born. Wow. Didn't God not tell Abraham, I'm going to give you a people? Yeah. Huh? He said, look at the stars and see if you count them. Look at the grain of the, of the sand and see can you count them. That's how many people I'm going to give you. But your people is going to go into slavery for 400 years. Yeah. Yeah. Did not God keep his word? God deal with in dreams he deal with Abraham deal with Daniel he deal with job amen he deal with Jacob he deal with some of the other prophets in dreams and visions amen so dreams and visions do have a place in not only history but it also has a place in in what's going on now and in the future because now he'll dealt with saint john the revelation amen. Amen. of things that must come to pass amen. now if god was bringing things to pass then guess what he gonna bring things to pass on that time as well amen, amen. amen. he dealt with joseph with the birth of the nations he dealt with Joel, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And also the end times. He dealt with Jeremiah, a branch of an olive tree, and the boiling pot. Lord have mercy. Now you would have thought now what could a armor tree and a boiling pot have to do with it? Well, The almond tree means that it was blossoming. And God said, I'm ready to take care of this business right there. The boiling pot was, guess what? Uh, He said, I saw a boiling pot pouring out from the north. He said, because I'm going to bring in your enemy from the north because you have been a disobedient people and they're going to take you out. (laughs) Boiling pot, cocoa. Some, some <laughs> yeah, she like cook all the time. She thought he was talking about neck bones and, and turkey dicks. <laughs> uh, uh, but it wasn't about their belly, but it was about their destruction. Mm. Wow. God's something else, ain't it? Then he dealt with Daniel with the interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's dream. And then turn around and dealt with Belshazzar's dream. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They were partying, having a good time. And God started writing on the board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God have mercy. They yeah. saw a feeling. Now you'd have been hitting that door. <laughs> Ain't no way in the world you're going to see a man's hand writing on the wall, and you're going to talk about what's going on. No, you're going to beat the money at that door. Back. No, facts. Going on, oh no! Not when God is moving. <laughs> you trying to find an exit up out of here? Amen. 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 So, so now here we see that when God and, and, and Nebuchadnezzar, if I'm not mistaken, Nebuchadnezzar didn't want to tell nobody his dream. He wanted his. And if you can't... Then he said, "If don't nobody tell me my dream, I'm gonna kill all."